Welcome to yet another episode of the Ricky Williams Trilogy. Yes, folks, you're listening to John B. Easy Durnell with Duke Thompson. Thank you for the seven or eight of you who are listening. Damn happy you're here. We got some sports to talk about, and that sports is football, everybody. The NFL had some news, big news. As a matter of fact, six weeks ago, we thought it was over. We thought we could be playing boys to men's end of the road because it was going to be the end of the road for Tom Brady. That's right, folks. Terrific Tom Brady announced his retirement six weeks ago. Everybody said their condolences to the GOAT. They even released tweets all over the place with him and his many trophies showcasing the man as the great one, winning chips in New England as well as in Tampa Bay. The man had accolades. The man had more championships than anyone else. The man has many passing records. The man has decided to come back for some odd reason. Who the hell? And who the hell knows why? Who the hell knows why? There's absolutely no rhyme or reason for this. Now, there was a quote of something about unfinished business or something like that. I don't know. I don't know what unfinished business this man made. You got like seven Super Bowls, okay? Like what? Fucking unfinished business do you fucking have, Tom Brady? I don't know. I don't think there is any unfinished business for this man. He has many chips. He has many playoff appearances. He has many yards. He has many touchdowns. My goodness, I think he has everything you could possibly have or want in the NFL, except maybe spitefulness. I hope that's what this is. I hope he looked at the NFC and was like, no. Nah, I still don't want Aaron Rodgers to get a chip. And I think that, and I hope that's why he stepped in because Aaron Rodgers was playing around with everybody being like, will he won't, he will, he won't. He's like, yeah, you will. You will stay because you a little bitch. Okay. That's what we know. Aaron Rodgers is going to do what is the obvious thing. He doesn't do anything that's out of the ordinary. He's going to cry and whine and want his way as nearly a 40 year old man. We have to say in quotations because he basically acts like a seven-year-old. But again, we are going to have to, you know, cater to him. I mean, I heard that like the Packers couldn't even say anything about the situation because they didn't want to upset Aaron Rodgers. Upset him? Man's grown. But anyway, I hope that's why Tom Brady came back is to upset him. That's what I'm hoping for, Duke. Well, I just think Tom Brady's an attention whore, and I guess he didn't feel like that. Really? Oh, yeah. you think he's the attention whore? Damn near Aaron Rodgers is an attention whore every offseason. There's every not an offseason where we don't hear nonsense about Aaron Rodgers, pretty much unsolicited. Like, I'll admit, if I'm hearing stuff about Tom Brady, it's legitimate, okay? Because Tom Brady just left the Super Bowl usually nine times out of ten, okay? Like, there's a reason we should be talking about Tom Brady. He either won or lost the Super Bowl. There were no reason to be talking about Aaron Rodgers except for just to be pulling and grasping at fucking straws because he kept either was either getting bounced out of the postseason early or he got bounced out late, but he sure wasn't getting bounced out in the Super Bowl because he just doesn't know how to get there. Yes, uh, 
And I guess Tom Brady's looking for the uh, farewell that I guess he didn't get this time around. Because like, what, what are you talking about? You know, the farewell. What he's got? He's got to go out with the Super Bowl. That yeah. bastard went out with at least a postseason berth. You know what I'm saying? Like some some people have to ride out with not even that. You know? And is it your fault the team lost? Not really. I mean, honestly, that team kind of fell apart on all aspects of it and the fact that you even made that game close was remarkable but regardless of that man what do you think you can accomplish at near 50 i mean the man ain't gonna be more mobile i mean yes he knows everything and has seen everything but what are you really contributing at this point in time? Plus, who's in your backfield? I mean, if you can't, ho I hope you're not relying on Fournette anymore. And I know Rojo is done. So, I mean, like, there's going to be some changes going on back there. Not to mention, I mean, who knows what Godwin's going to be like after his injury, you know? But I, I assume he'll be good, but you never know. Nah, man. Uh, I don't know, man. I guess he's just looking for one last two wall. I mean, I guess he wants to go out on top like Elway did and everybody else. I guess. I don't know. I'm There's only a couple of guys who got to leave out on top. He could have left after the last Super Bowl, and he could have left out on top. He has the jackass has had seven opportunities to leave on top. The fuck is he complaining about now? I mean... It's not like you haven't had chances to leave this way. I I don't understand this. I mean, if we're going to be honest, the asshole should have left after the time he lost to the damn uh, Eagles in the Super Bowl. But no, he's going to keep going on, and then he finally wins another one with Tampa Bay. Now, you know what? I'll give you that, man. That's amazing. And you should have left there. He's like, now nah, let's run it back. Why? You, you, you are geriatric that's basically done something no other elderly ass man has done. Led a team to the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's been elderly kickers out there, I'm sure, rocking the ring. You know, like, there's been probably players as older than him, but they were kickers and punters, okay? They weren't the quarterback, all right? That's for damn sure. So the fact that you were able to do these accomplishments. Like, why, why put yourself at risk at this age now? For what? For Tampa Bay? For the Buccaneers? Man, you weren't even with that team for most of your career. What allegiance do you have to them? What dirt do they have on you? Who did they see you fornicate with? You know? <laughs> they got photographs, man. And uh, I don't know. It's just... 40 days, dude. 40 days of happiness is what we had until this motherfucker came back. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go as far as happiness. I mean, I could care less really either way. I know this hurts you more. It really should hurt me more because my team had many opportunities. I mean, hell, Tom Brady is basically the reason why Alex Smith has a broken and shattered leg. I mean, it wasn't a direct effect, but it was down the line. I mean, he kept losing to Tom Brady and those Patriots. They were giving him beef. They were pressuring the man. We're like, look, you better do it or we're going to give it to this beautiful biracial man. He couldn't get it done. The biracial man took his spot. They shipped his ass over to Washington, just like the Colts just did with Carson Wentz. And that man got destroyed. And that's why I think Carson Wentz is due for an injury. I'm not saying that it's, it's like something I should bet on, which I will. But I, prob but I mean, like, people, if you hear me now, 
put money on the under for the commanders. Okay, whatever it might be. Because Carson Wentz, the Carson Wentz is going down. I'm saying by week six, he ain't going to be in that starting rotation anymore because he's going to be grasping his poor broken ACL. Okay, it's going to get torn again. It's, it's, I, I promise you, he will get injured with this team. I mean, we'll, he'll be lucky if he doesn't have to have hip surgery at the end of this shit. I promise you. That man is in jeopardy. And he'll tell, he'll blow out his entire leg just like on the same yard line too, on the same day. Be I mean, yeah. he'll be lucky if he's not left paralyzed. I mean, like, it's just getting worse for the quarterbacks for the Washington Commanders. It's just getting worse. Every injury for these quarterbacks seems to be getting worse and worse. I mean, I guess technically Fitzmagic's wasn't worse than Alex Smith's, but he was still out for a full season with a hip injury. I mean, that's just ridiculous, dog. Like, the full season, he only got a couple of snaps in game one, and that was it. Then it was all up to Heineke. And I think somebody else might have had some time in there when Heineke got injured. Or maybe he had COVID. I can't remember. But anyway, regardless of that, folks, there's other quarterback news. Not just terrific Tom, but there's another T guy getting a little headline news. Mitch Trubisky, everybody. That's right. You might be saying to yourself, who? Let's roll back the clock. You might remember a terrible quarterback that was leading the Chicago Bears. No, don't go so far back as to Rex Grossman. That's ridiculous. No, roll the clock back forward a little bit, and let's go with Mitch Trubisky, everybody. That's right. You might remember a quarterback everybody was high on. Well, not everybody. Some reason the Bears were. Went and got him higher in the draft than anybody else thought he should have gone. And guess what? He didn't do a squirrel's fart. So then what do they do with them? They have him be a backup for the Buffalo Bills. Did he learn under the veteran tutelage of somebody like an Aaron Rodgers? No. Maybe a Tom Brady? Nah. Hell, Russell Wilson? No. Any veteran at all? Well, not really. Uh, Josh Allen, someone who might be like a year or so older than him. Uh, like We're not even talking about any kind of veteran. It's like your older brother or maybe like a cousin or something that you kind of looked up to just because he was always picking on you because he was a little bit older than you. But really, you've seen the world just as long as they have. So I do not know what the Steelers are doing, except for being cheap which they're kind of known for doing. We're going to go over to as somebody who has as just as cheap of team. <laughs> let's make our way over to Duke. Duke, let's talk about this cheap and petty behavior. Uh, I don't expect it from the Steelers, man. Um, I know Big Ben's retiring. You got a hole to fill. And I just feel like you should have tried a little bit harder than Mitch, man. Well, because there's a lot of ways they could have filled the hole. They could have filled that hole with a Russell Wilson. Wilson, Deshaun Watson. Well, I, I don't know. Maybe they want to avoid the controversy of a sex offending quarterback just for maybe one go round. You know what I'm saying? Like they just, they just got rid of Big Ben. What looked that doesn't look that great for them to be like Big Ben to Deshaun Watson. We is all about, the, I mean, dude, they already have Haskins there, too. Like, they can't just have the crew of of dirty-dicked quarterbacks. Like, that's not okay. 
That looks really bad. We got the Dirty Dick Boys. That's what we're going to have to start calling the Steelers. The Dirty Dick Boys. Dirty Dick Boys, dude. The well, if, the if they got Deshaun Watson, we would have had to. Because, look, they would have had Big Ben. They would have had Haskins, who had his strip club stints. And then they would have had old sex offender Deshaun Watson, Mr. I need someone to massage my penis. I think I pulled it. Or whatever the fuck he was doing with these masseuses. I think I pulled my penis. Can you massage it? Anyway, I mean, I guess this is hearsay. I wasn't in the courtroom to get the official documents. But either way, apparently no criminal charges are being brought up. So now Mr. Watson is out on the market to be shopped around. He ha- he was, uh, he got, fr- uh, they tried him on a grand jury, see if the charges were actually real. And you know what? Hey, the court system worked, man. So they, and they knew Deshaun Watson wasn't coming back to the Texans. So that tells you something, man. <laughs> you yeah. Know? So I don't know. I do think maybe the Texans were involved in this in a way. I can't prove it. Maybe in the future, Deshaun Watson can get somebody to do an investigation, but he really can't do it right now while he's still kind of under their uh, watchful eye. But like, it does seem a little suspicious how once it was two, then it blew up to nearly 30 women. Then it was like back down to two or so. And then like, then it wasn't like there was no, I mean, like, Again, I don't know all the evidence. I don't know all the stuff. But again, when no criminal charges are being brought up in the situation, it does make you kind of look at things. But there were no criminal charges for Big Ben either. But he also, like, had a bodyguard lock the door or at least block the door. I don't know. I mean, I remember some there was some sort of door blockage with the Big Ben situation. But either way... um, Deshaun Watson will be finding a new home. Um, it probably will not be Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland has been making some interesting changes. Uh, we'll talk about we'll talk about that later. But what where do you think the best landing spot will be for Deshaun Watson? Seeing as it probably will not be Pittsburgh again, they can't have the Dirty Dick Brigade, and. He's not going to be going most likely to like New York. Probably probably won't end up in Miami like there was rumors of before. Um maybe it could still be on the table. But like what 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 are what are you thinking? I mean I I'm thinking the Panthers is the obvious spot. I would like this man. Yeah. I yeah, would like this. That's obvious. But the Saints need it. The Saints Same. needed bad. I mean, Seahawks kind of need it too. I mean, but who gives a shit about the Seahawks? They the made their no, no, no. They made their bed by <laughs> trading for Drew Locke. Like you, like if you even allowed that to be the best thing you were getting in return, as far as a quarterback, you got to be ashamed of yourself. Well, you know, like there's, there were other quarterbacks you could have traded for out there. I mean, shit, apparently Mitch Trubisky was available. So you could, if you were going to get a trade, I mean, for 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 Locke, man, you could have just gone and bought 
Mitch Trubisky. That's about the same shit, dude. You could have definitely like gotten all kinds of other shit besides Drew Locke. I mean, you, no one is starting Drew Locke. Like, I don't even understand why you even said that was okay. Get out of here. But anyway, regardless <laughs> of that. Fucking Locke, dude. Drew <laughs> fucking Locke. Yeah, like, that's bad. That's who you gave up for because you couldn't build a team around Russell Wilson, who, you know, is a generational talent, got you a Super Bowl. Well, look, they're going to claim that the Super Bowl was won by Marshawn Lynch, and they'll die on that sword, I'm sure. Well, the Legion of Boom, you know, yes. Well, but, that, but they'll, say the, they'll say that the offense was was led by, you know, their running back who was, I mean, we'll be honest, he was tearing it up. You know, yeah. he was out there doing the damn thing. You know, he had a little twinkle toe action and shit. You know, his feet were, they were moving like Fred Flintstone feet. They were real quick, the little scampers. <laughs> we have Fred Flintstone. Fred Flintstone. <laughs> a little scamper. He had a little scamper in his feet. They were, he, was, he was real light. He was real light on those toes, man. If you go back and watch Marshawn Lynch, he was, a little, he was light on those feet. But, but uh, give credit to who deserves that most Super Bowl is the choke artist Peyton Manning. So, yes. Thank you, Peyton Manning, for giving Seattle because you choked a big old dick in that fucking Super Bowl. Wow, you, you need wow, well, you need to hit that inappropriate button because that is it. You got to be out of you're out of control. <laughs> Fuck you. Of, wow, <laughs> I got good grief. HR needs to be involved in this. Well, look, the quarterback shuffles are strange at at the least, right? I mean, again, if you had told me that. The Steelers were going to go for Mitch Trubisky. I would have been like, you've lost your mind. But then when I look back and realize that these are very cheap and will only work within the means of like the most modest of fucking like they're they're only like they're the team that's like, we'll pay you when you've proven to us we need to pay you kind of team. Isn't that weird? Where it's just like, yeah, I'm not paying you for some shit you did for some other team. I'm only paying you for shit for you done for me. Which actually does kind of make sense. I mean, that really is like it's a good business model. It's like, I mean, look, dude, like just because you were tearing it up for the Dallas Cowboys, don't mean you're gonna tear it up for me, kind of shit. So I get you. I'm fine with that. It's just kind of a strange business model, but they do have a lot of rings to back it up. So who the fuck am I to say anything? Now, somebody who doesn't have a fucking ring is Amari Cooper. All right, and I sure as fuck don't think he's trying to get one. Because he's now going to Cleveland. That's right, everybody. The Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys have parted ways with Amari Cooper. Uh, probably the best thing that they had going on as far as their wide receiver core. And then decided to sign Michael Gallup to a ridiculous deal out of the blue. I mean, my man is getting paid out for, I'm not exactly sure why, because he's not even a top fantasy player. I mean, Jesus Christ. What 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 is Jerry Jones seeing that the rest of us are not seeing on a weekly basis when we're putting good money on this? Um, but either way, Michael Gallup getting paid out, Amari Cooper going over to shit-stain Cleveland country. Now, this doesn't look good for him, seeing as Jarvis Landry is trying to go out skis. So now, like, Amari Cooper don't even have, like, maybe a distraction to go with him there. I mean, what? I mean, OBJ has already left to go win a Super Bowl. One Super Bowl, yes. Got yeah. a Super Bowl and still got a ring. Yes. Yeah. 
this is an absolute mess. Well, he got to play it. You know, he got a he got a TD. And, you know, he, he's got some stats. He was he is on paper there for the Super Bowl. He also cried. But when you look at this, what's going on with Cleveland? You know what I'm saying, Duke? Like, you're going to allow Jarvis Landry to look for trade options, which Landry is a good enough wide receiver. If, you know, if he wants to go and shop the market, somebody should be in need of somebody like him. Um, Just uh, off the top of my head, I would say maybe a team like the Niners uh, could use somebody like that maybe to help them out. Uh, if he really wanted to, you know, nut up, he can go over to New York. Uh, both teams, the Jets and the Giants, could use some sort of help in their wide receiver area. Um, so, like, again, there are landing spots for this man. It's not like Cleveland's just like, oh, good luck trying to find a team that wants you. It's like, uh, slow your roll, man. There are some shitty wide receivers out there. But they just got one of the best, but they have one of the worst arms. I don't know what Cooper is thinking because it's not like this is going to help his stats at all. I'll tell you, it looks like uh, the Texans have accepted offers from the Browns and the Falcons. So maybe he just thinks that, you know, if I go there, maybe uh, Deshaun Watson will be there too. I mean... I mean, I I, I see uh, the I will, with a Mayfield. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you this: he made the wrong choice. <laughs> well, he did because Cleveland is not going to make that decision. Not that I think they wouldn't start a black quarterback because they will. I mean, they had Tyrod Taylor there for a minute, and I mean, I know they would do it, but I don't think that Deshaun Watson is going to go there. A but- it's his choice. So he has the Browns, Eagles, and the Falcons. Those yeah, he, are the, the teams have reached out to the Texans. <laughs> good God. Could you imagine how crazy Atlanta's about to go if he goes to the Falcons? Because let's be honest, they need to get rid of Natty Ice. They needed to get rid of him ever since he got broken in that Super Bowl. I mean, he, is, he has been a broken man for oh. a long time. Just broken. Oh. It's it's kind of one of the saddest things in football is to watch this man continue to be out there, uh, and and still, his nemesis is coming back. Like I mean, I, if I was him, I'd have like nightmares where I'd wake up in a cold sweat because of Tom Brady. But either way, <laughs> I just I think I, I think I think. I think oh, it, oh, it's just that fucking nightmare again. All I can see is just Tom. Tom's just. Raping me again, right? Oh God, that's probably what happens to him on a probably a pretty regular basis, unfortunately. And I feel bad for the man for that. I mean, I'm sure that's all he talks to his psychiatrist about. But yes. if Deshaun Watson makes his way to Atlanta, that's a good landing spot for that city. I don't know if it's really going to be a great landing spot as far as him actually winning any games, especially now that they don't have Ridley for a full year uh, yeah. due to the fact that you know he got pinched in a gambling thing but i think that cleveland maybe he's trying to make it more appealing for him to go there but just the city of cleveland's not appealing in the trade somebody's gonna have to take baker mayfield and i don't think the texans 
want to roll with that. I think they'd rather try to roll with a veteran like Natty Ice if they could get him. You know, even though he may not be the guy who's going to win you a Super Bowl, he's at least seen most things. So, you know, it might be able to help your team out a little bit. Or get someone like Hertz where there's somebody that you could work with in the future. But I think it's pretty much understood. There's not a lot of up value in Baker Mayfield. No. Uh, he kind of, I think he hit his ceiling a while ago. Um, so, yeah. Jesus. I mean, that's really it's not a while ago. My God. It's like best shit was his commercials, man. Jesus. <laughs> You're saying his best work was with him and his wife in the progressive commercials. Yes. Yeah, with him going to Alice Cooper being like, oh, I think we got our shit mixed up there, buddy. I don't think they said shit. I think they said our <laughs> mail. I got your mail. Didn't that say that our, our, our fecal matter has been mixed? Uh, but, uh, yeah, dude, it's crazy to think that, uh, you know, when we look back at that draft and we saw that the Browns not only picked him, but, like, there were other better quarterbacks that were obviously in that draft. And everyone was like, oh, well, they're not going to pick, like, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, they're going to pick, like, a real quarterback. And they're like, nah. We're going to get Baker Mayfield. So Cleveland has been rolling with it as long as they can. Um, They made a bad decision like they had been for many years before. But at least they kind of look like they tried to put together something. They could have probably been a better team because that defense. And I mean, at one point in time, Chubb and Hunt. We're going off, you know. Um, Chubb's been kind of like figured out a little bit. I wouldn't say that he's like not going to still be a good running back, but I think his numbers are going to start to start tapering down. I think Kareem Hunt might go up a little bit more just because the fact that he also has the ability to catch out of the backfield. So I don't know. Like, we'll see what happens there. But either way, dude, that dual tandem should have worked out better than it did in Cleveland it's just because you know when you have a quarterback that doesn't quite have the the goods it makes things harder <laughs> Baker Mayfield said on the day the Browns courted Deshaun Watson I have given this franchise everything I have okay well, wasn't much was it <laughs> who gives who gives a shit if you gave them everything you had because what you gave them was some prima donna shit that made it so OBJ left you to go win a Super Bowl. That's what you gave that franchise. You gave them nothing but a wide receiver leaving for greener pastures. Like you didn't really give them it. Like what what are you telling me? You gave them a playoff win? Whoop de doo. You didn't win no Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? You didn't win nothing that mattered. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here, Baker. It's like, yeah, Baker. Come on now. I mean, it'd be interesting if Deshaun goes there. Uh, I think that he would be better off by going down to Atlanta. Or, I mean, even the yeah, Eagles. Yeah, I mean, Philadelphia, they're monsters, so they don't care what you've done in your past. And Atlanta, I mean, dude, to this day, dude, people are probably still rocking Vic jerseys down there. And, I mean, that man. Yeah, Michael Vic, man. First yeah. round pick. 
pick. Dude, I mean, people are. I mean, people were racing him in the parking lot on the show Atlanta. Now, I mean, I, I, <laughs> <for> money. <laughs> I love that they like, man. What was it? They like, hey, man, niggas out here racing Michael Vick for for money. Oh, that was funny. Uh, and, then, and then he was all in the limo, pissed off because he <laughs> lost to Michael Vick. He thought he would be faster. I was like, well, you ain't faster than Michael Vick. Oh, Vick. You think it faster than Michael Vick? I want the weed that you're smoking, motherfucker. Right. <laughs> like, 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 that was one of the fastest. I mean, even in that video game, Madden, dude, like, he was untouchable. He was like the new Bo Jackson. Like, if you could, like, you could run down to the fucking end zone and run back and probably outrun the whole defense and run that shit for a touchdown, man. Like, those were the days. But anyway, regardless of that, dude. Deshaun's going somewhere. I don't think it's Cleveland, but Amari, I guess, might have been trying to make a push for that by doing what he did. Probably is going to backfire in his face. Now, with that being said, I want to know what you think about this, my good friend, Duke. Now, there has been some, some talk here and there about our teams. Nothing good, really. Because no changes are being made of anything that really matters. Now, my team is shedding secondary left and right. Uh, we're going to be getting rid of the Honey Badger. Uh, I believe we're getting rid of, uh, I think it was Ward. Uh, so our, our secondary is thinning out. It's thinning out. And uh, we've already had some suspect defense already. I don't know what they're expecting from this. Maybe more heartache, more pain. But at the same time, your team doesn't seem to be doing anything with an aging wide receiver who can't hardly stand out on the field longer than maybe five or six games. Let's be honest now. Julio has had Julio's best days are behind him. You don't have a tight end to speak of at all. No. Um, you don't have had a tight end, no. If you're going to just roll with Tannehill Brown and King Henry, you might as well just be chalking up another very good effort, but a punch <laughs> out nonetheless. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not gonna get it done. We still got we still have to get to the draft, man. And I'm hoping that we address Now there's not gonna be anybody in the draft that is going to immediately catapult this into a Super Bowl team. I mean I mean that's just not gonna happen. Damn ball, fucking tight end, dude. Like somebody, dude. Just okay. Just Pitt, go two yards deep and catch the fucking ball. Pitts, Pitts was drafted a few years ago, and the Falcons already have. All right, so I don't know who you think is going to be the next tight end like that, and I don't think I've heard of anybody talking any big game. I'm not warning like a fucking superstar. I'm just asking for a guy who's serviceable and can catch the fucking passes on third down to move the fucking chains, man. All right, well. Kelsey out there, dude. Kelsey's a once in a while. Pitts is a once in a while. You know, like, I'm not asking for that. I'm just asking for a guy who can use his hands to catch short fucking passes and move the fucking ball. That's all. I don't know, man. Maybe... Maybe y'all can make a play for Jack Doyle. You know, that guy. He retired, dude. I mean, <laughs> oh, that's he, what I'm saying. He retired. He's done. He that's what I'm saying. Oh, you don't think he can come back? No, nah, right. 
I don't think he's coming back. Tom to- Brady came back. You know? Oh, yeah. Tom Brady has the ego of fucking goddamn. I don't know what, but still. All right. Yeah. I'm just I- saying, dude, like the guy's been retired for a hot minute. It ain't like, I mean, main reason why he's retiring is he's probably pissed off at having the same, a rotating, revolving door of quarterbacks. I mean, again, the Colts are going into their fourth quarterback in four years. It's hard to get a fucking rapport with a guy if you have a new guy every time you turn around. You know, so like I I can understand why somebody might be like, I think I'm done with this organization. Like you, especially as a receiver, like like you need to have chemistry with your guy. You know, I mean, Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers. I mean, say what you will about Aaron Rodgers and his pettiness, the fact that he acts like a little 12-year-old all the time, or the fact that, you know, he needs to take the nipple out of his mouth, whatever you want to categorize him as. He does at least have good chemistry with Devontae Adams. He will throw it to him in scenarios that he probably shouldn't, but he trusts him, he believes in him, and Devontae shows that he can do it. Now... That's probably the only wide receiver that he doesn't look at as if he is beneath him. You know, like all the other wide receivers, if they don't make the catch, he looks at them like they did something wrong. Whereas if Devontae Adams doesn't catch it, he's like, ooh, maybe I did something wrong. You know, so like that's the only time where that relationship is like that. Everybody else is like, you fucked up in my eyes and you should be ashamed of yourself. Well. That's harsh, man, but true. It's true. What do you yeah. mean? That is exactly who Aaron Rodgers is. I, I don't know how I got into yet another rant about how I hate this man. Your hatred for Aaron Rodgers runs deep, man. Well, it just does, it doesn't make sense that we follow this guy that doesn't do anything. He like, won the Super Bowl 15 years ago. Yeah, was- and again, that was Brett Favre's Super Bowl. I mean, I promise you, if you just let Brett Favre stay there, he would have won that Super Bowl. So, like, are you telling me that Aaron Rodgers did it? No. Brett Favre could have done it. The defense on the other side of, on the, at that time, dude, was fucking ferocious for Green Bay. Plus, as I recall, they had home field advantage along the way with very frigid temperatures in Green Bay at the time. So it's just like, come on, dude. You got to be kidding me. Again, Favre could have done it but they just wanted to push him out earlier than they needed to. Like they tried to push out fucking Aaron Rodgers, but Jordan Love didn't seem to be good enough to push him out. But they tried, man. Oh, they wanted to. They should have gotten uh, like Justin Herbert. Uh, if they had gotten somebody like him, that definitely would have pushed out Aaron Rodgers, and he would have been crying all the way to, well, they probably would have put him in the AFC somewhere crying all the way to well most likely la for the chargers he would have found his way there uh and we would have had to have dealt with him here never mind i'd rather him stay up in green bay hey yes dude uh like you said he's just too scared to actually go up get some real competition so. again i get to play the detroit lions every year i mean come on get out of here dude that's been a dysfunctional franchise from the jump from the jump dog they have not been good my whole life, and they weren't good before it. So, like, I don't think it takes a brain surgeon to realize that if you want to have a pretty good career in the NFL, find your way into the Detroit Lions division. 
just don't be on the Detroit Lions. You know, like I I, I hate to say it, but I mean, Culpepper probably wouldn't have been as good of a quarterback if he wasn't playing for the Vikings. You know what I'm saying? Chris Carter the same. I mean, Randy Moss. Randy Moss would have been a beast no matter where you placed him. I, that man was a monster. But <laughs> monster. We love you, Randy. You're the fucking greatest out of Michigan ever. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, but I don't think uh, Chris Carter would have done anything. I mean, we love you, Chris. His his numbers wouldn't have been as strong if you didn't have the Detroit Lions on a regular basis on your schedule. Oh, no. We like you, Chris, but we know Randy fucking, like, you had to put three guys on Randy, man. Yeah, Randy was going to be unstoppable regardless. But like, I I I still want to I want to look back at players who played in that division that made the Hall of Fame, and I want to look back at what their numbers looked like when they played the Detroit Lions. Because I think like if you had put real teams in there, some of these people might not have made the, the Hall of Fame if they didn't have to play such a shitty franchise on a regular basis, dude. I mean, honestly, dude, like when you look at it, dude, Matthew Stafford was a losing quarterback with nearly Hall of Fame numbers as a as a quarterback. Now, how does that happen where you are literally throwing for thousands and thousands of yards, but your team don't ever win shit? I mean, that just shows that the other side, I mean, the defense has been atrocious and any other team that plays your defense gets to just walk up and down the field like they're playing a high school team. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. It's absurd. Shame on the Lions for still having a team. And shame on the NFL for allowing the Lions to still be a thing, dude. Like, that, they should have busted up that franchise when Barry Sanders was so broken he had to leave. And they damn sure should have done it when Megatron was so broken he had to leave. How many more people have to go down at the hands of the Detroit Lions for them to understand that that team does not need to exist anymore? It's sad, dude. They should exist, but because of history, you know, one of the oldest franchises, blah, 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 whatever. <laughs> you didn't do something. You've been around this fucking long, and you still suck. Right. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's I like mean, the- honestly, I feel like we should move Green Bay out of that division, and let's see if Green Bay is any good anymore. Yes, dude. All about shaking up the divisions, man. It's been twenty no, years. I, I just, I just want, I just don't want them to have the Detroit Lions as their their crutch anymore. Shake them I don't up. Want it. Change it up, dude. Yeah, get get them out of there, dude. Let's see plus, what you do when you go. Plus, they've been using the Chicago Bears as a crutch too. I mean, that team. I mean, the Chicago Bears have gone out of their way to not have a quarterback for all of our lives. So, like, they're not even trying either. I just don't really understand what's going on in that division and how, like, I think there's just become an understanding that they all just need to make way for Green Bay. Like, this is just insane. Like, it's just like as if they're just like, oh, we don't want to make Green Bay mad. They have the oldest stadium. I mean, like, it's like, what is going on? Everybody gets to buy shares of this team, but they don't own any actual rights to the team. All they do is buy a $400 piece of paper. Paper, yes. That's piece all. of paper. Piece of paper that says that you own a piece of this team, along but you, with- get, but you don't get no stock revenue. 
dividends. You don't no. get no ring if they win shit. Hell, you don't even get a little plaque if they win. Get you don't, the hell out of here. You don't go to the owners' meetings every year. No. no you don't get a share stake in nothing. nothing you dude. don't get nothing. You but don't have paper that says you own part of some shit because you... Get out of here. That team <laughs> should fold. I can't believe people buy that shit. Man. The daddy did, a granddaddy did, all that bullshit. That's why. It's dumb. It's well, dumb. I don't know. Is there anything else stupid that we need to talk about that happened in the uh, NFL? It, it, uh, uh, the baby boy Mahomes, man, uh, did the right thing and got well, that was That was going to be my 34 of the week, okay? I can't just bring that. Like, I had to save it, and here you are. I'll edit it out, man. I was just ruining my 34 of the week. Of course, I'm going to talk about my beautiful biracial Patrick tying the knot this past Saturday in a beautiful ceremony attended by such Chiefs players as Travis Kelsey. Of course, the man who's bringing down all your passes is going to get there. I don't think Tyreek Hill was in attendance, which kind of seems interesting, but I'm not going to say nothing about that. That's not my business, okay? Dude, he was busy. He was busy beating his kid. <laughs> that is not what he was busy doing. He probably was busy doing some hood rat shit, but it <laughs> might not have been beating his child. Now, <laughs> and he, you know, what I'm saying like, I mean, like, let's let's be honest. But here we, either way, dude. If we're gonna get to the 34s of the week already, then let's just crack right into it, folks. 34 of the week, my biracial prince. Patrick Mahomes. That's right, everybody. He finally did the right thing and made a hoe into a housewife. He married his longtime girlfriend from high school. That's right, folks. Womp, womp, womp him turning a hoe into a housewife. He did it, folks. That's right. The mother of his child. That's right. Born out of wedlock, his princess baby girl. Some might say for COVID reasons, it's because they was getting humpy. And plus, you know, she knew she wasn't going nowhere. I mean, let him raw dog. This man's making money and won a Super Bowl. You ain't going nowhere. But anyway, Patrick Mahomes finally tied the knot, everybody. He got married this past Saturday. It was a beautiful ceremony from the photos I was able to see. There was even a picture that his mother posted it's like, oh, look at him when he was a little boy, and look at him now, a married man. Oh, she was so proud of her little biracial baby. You know, I'm sure he came out so dark in comparison to her pale skin. But that was her little baby, and she loved him nonetheless. Uh, I don't know if her mother and father are still together. I'm not exactly sure about that. Uh, but his father, Pat, was in attendance. Uh, his father, who was a minor league pitcher, or not, excuse me, a relief pitcher in the majors. Uh, bounced around on a lot of teams. Uh, probably did have a stint in the minors as well. I don't know why I had to like re- be like, oh, just a minor leaguer. You know, he probably did the minors and the majors like many people do. But regardless of that, I'm happy for Patrick. I'm happy for his wife. Um, she looked lovely, very beautiful, very firm in tone in her dress. The dress did fit her very nicely, but I'm sure when you're a multimillionaire, if somebody gonna mess up your dress, you have that motherfucker killed. Uh, but either way, though, I do uh, want to congratulate him. Again, my biracial prince, I'm happy you were uh, um, 
able to have this lovely ceremony. Uh, in the photos, though, he looks like he's just there, and she looks happy as hell, but he's just like, hey, yo, what's up? Hey, everybody, I'm here. Uh, I showed up like I said I would. Uh, but either way, dude, I'm pr- I'm happy for him. I'm really happy for him. I'm surprised you weren't invited to the wedding, John, for our support of the show. You know, he could have reached out and said, yeah, I'll fly in. Well, he should have reached out to me because I am the reason that Alex Smith was removed from Kansas City. Uh, if you might not know, years ago, everybody, the Kansas City Chiefs tried to buy me off with hush money because I kept going on their Instagram page and bad-mouthing Alex Smith after pretty much every week. Um, After that season, he was sent off to Washington, which I still kind of feel bad about. That man almost lost his life. Uh, And the same is probably going to happen for Carson Wentz. Uh, Do we have any puppy dogs of the week? I have a 34, man. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, the legend, Razor Ramon, Scott Hall, passed away today. Uh, watched him growing up. The bad boy. The bad guy. Razor Ramon. Here's what's funny. is that like I knew that was probably going to be brought up. And then at the same time, I was like, damn, dude. Like, I'm almost getting tired of having to like showcase the death of wrestlers. It feels like every <laughs> other, every damn month, right, <laughs> we got to take time to remember a fallen wrestler i mean this is getting out of hand like i feel like i feel like i feel like the mcmahon's should be brought up on some charges like, yeah. this, is, this is getting out of control like you know how many wrestlers that we want has died like in the early like, like in the past year alone like okay. this like like dude i watched this video the number of wrestlers that have died since 2019 to now was baffling. Just baffling. Now, a couple of them did die from COVID, and they were bigger dudes. I can get that, you know, and they probably didn't get vaccinated. And they, you know, if something happened to them and they're breathing, that heart was just ready to pop, you know? But Well, because of all the steroids, too. Yeah, but that's real. Well, that's what I'm saying. The heart is just ready to pop for these people. And that's really what happens a lot of times. I mean, I realized that Macho Man was in a car accident. And I actually thought that was I thought that was the reason he died. But actually, he died from heart failure because of the car accident. So I was like, wait a second. The man probably could have lived if his heart wasn't so weak. But anyway, uh, yeah, dude, there's so, so many wrestlers are passing away left and right, dude. I mean, the list is astonishing. Uh, I didn't even know the Junkyard Dog had passed away uh, until I watched this video. And I mean, he had passed away a while ago, actually. I thought he was somehow alive. Uh, you know, the only person on the list that I'm surprised uh, hasn't passed away is uh, Coco Beware. Um, is he still alive? He is alive, man. He is alive and well. Uh, I don't know how. Because uh, last I saw a photo of him, he has definitely let himself go. But he's alive and kudos to him. Kudos to him. I, mean, I didn't know Bam Bam died. Uh, Big Boss Man died at 45. Yeah. Dude, like the list is battling dude. dude i if i sh- if i send you this there's a youtube clip or a video that i watched that showed me all the wrestlers that have died 
from 1984 until present day. Dude, it was like a 14-minute video, and they only showcased each wrestler for like maybe 15, 20 seconds at best. Like, that's how many of them have died. The British Bulldog, Davey Smith, at 39. Yeah, British Bulldog went down. I didn't realize the Ultimate Warrior died a few years back, dude. Like, he... Yeah, dude, like his was like a a quiet death. I didn't even hear when he died because I knew he was touring around doing uh, uh, motivational Uh, speaking. uh, uh, I didn't know that either, man. Yeah, Yeah, he was doing motivational speaking. And I guess, you know, maybe one day he got too motivated in that heart pop. But like I'm telling you, man, they are just dropping like flies, man. It is crazy how many wrestlers have passed away. It is crazy, especially the one, yeah, especially the ones from our childhood, man. I mean, when you're speedballing every night all the time, man, it is hard to stay alive. It is hard to stay alive. But anyway, folks, that is another episode of the Ricky Williams trilogy. Sorry to end on such a sad. Oh wait, did you want to finish your uh, tribute to, uh, to Mr. Ramon? Yes, Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, the bad guy. Thank you very much for your career. It was awful how you went out, had three heart attacks in a fucking row. Uh, that's fucked up. Uh, fucking was probably one of the greatest ladder matches ever between Shawn Michaels when, before they started doing all the fucking, oh, tables, ladders, and chairs. It was a fucking fantastic match at WrestleMania 10 and also SummerSlam. Thank you, Scott Hall. Loved when he went to NWO. Just, you know, just sad, dude. Like all these guys that we grew up with are getting older like us and having problems and dying, man. So, okay. They're not getting old like us. They're getting old and they have the heart of a 90 year old man because they've been doing steroids and cocaine, something we were not doing a lot of. Well, one of the two, Uh, but definitely not the steroid part. But either way, uh, we were not, we, 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 I mean, I'm sure we probably both will get hit with heart failure, but I just don't think as early cause we don't have that. We didn't have that workout regimen, uh, that those gentlemen did. Uh, but again, man, fucking, uh, steroids. Yes. Part. How Vince McMahon is still alive is baffling. He must have. <laughs> and that dude was all steroids. Remember when he came out of rest in Austin back oh, in the yes. And I don't know what The Rock is doing. I mean, I assume he's bathing in the blood of whatever the Shadow Lords tell him to. He got he got bigger as he got older. I'm just like that. Don't like how is that heart holding up? How 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 is that heart holding up? Alive, dude. Have you seen Triple H? Fucking goddamn muscle, muscle. I think Triple H is just not drinking water. I don't know. Like, I think he's just dehydrating himself. Like, I think I think those muscles were already there before. I just think he's depriving himself of nutrients, and they're just coming out like crazy. But but I do. But I can definitely tell the Rock is ginormous. Like he is getting bigger with time. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make no sense, Rock. And we know we love you, buddy. But like. Even when you were at the top at the rock, you did not look like that, dude. You yeah, were, he, but you weren't like fucking that, dude. That and, is, that's 
the thick man right there. That is thick. And you know what's funny, dude? Like, everybody was talking about him running for president. And my thing is this, dude. We got on Donald Trump, right? Because he wanted to grab some pussy, okay? He was like, grab him in the pussy. First off, he said that not knowing he was being recorded, right? He was just locker room talk, if you will. We, on a nightly basis, saw The Rock threaten to sodomize somebody. He literally stood in a ring, sometimes would stand on top of the ring and announce that he was going to shove something up somebody's ass. And he was going to shine it up first. Like he was going to take the time and shine it and then turn it sideways so that it's not even comfortable in any way. Like, he's not even going to allow it to go in the nice way. He wants to sodomize you the rough way. And this man, you want to be your president? Not the guy who was grabbing pussy, but the man who's threatening sodomy. I can't wait to use that on stage. <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> Uh, yes, The Rock. Uh, it looks like uh, we're just going to go straight idiocracy here because what's the president was a pro wrestler. <laughs> oh, yeah. Camacho or whatever. Dude, we're getting pretty close. I mean, it's not like Costco and Hardee's doesn't own everything. So anyway, we're, we're, we're almost there, man. We're almost there. And I mean, we're, we're either going to Idiocracy or Mad Max, and I'm not sure which one's better. Well, but thank you for listening to yet another episode of the Ricky Williams Trilogy, folks. If you'd like to listen to us, please do it on anything that you enjoy your podcasts on. And of course, find us on Instagram, Twitter, as well as Facebook and YouTube. Also, you can find us at Yo Mama's House because she listens to us. Also, make sure you check us out under the FumbleRuskiSports.com blanket where you can find other podcasts like Money Mouth and Remember the Titans. Anything else you'd like to say there before we leave? leave? I don't know what I was about to say there, but before we leave there, Duke. Be excellent to each other. Go Titans. And of course, go Chiefs, led by the newlywed and still beautiful biracial Patrick Mahomes, who has decided to finally truly step up and marry his daughter's mama. Way to be a man there, Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs>